Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today I'm joined by Alan Stevens. Alan is an international profiling communication specialist who has worked with international clients, the likes of Disney Films and Gillette, and high-profile organisations like the AFP, the Australian Federal Police, to help them understand how people tick. Alan works with businesses, owners, and executives, helping them to understand and engage their clients and prospects, enhancing their presentation and negotiation skills, and increasing sales, and with parents and teachers to help them enhance the ability of their children to reach full potential while improving the experience of the parents, teachers, and the students. His latest community initiative is Campfire Project. The campfire is a safe place for men and women to give themselves permission to tell their stories, to share their experiences and wisdom from around the world. This is his We Together initiative. Welcome, Alan. Thank you very much, Magic. It's lovely to be here. Now, I have done some communications, I guess, courses, profiling, basics, looking at personality types and things like that. But I'm fascinated by what a face can tell us about people. So how did you get into this field? And what exactly do you think a face can tell us about someone? Well, uh, first of all, uh, the face can tell us everything that we need to know. But why I got into profiling in the first place was that I was dreadful at it. I'd been through uh, two divorces, a lot of broken relationships. I'd even had business partners who had emptied the bank out. And so I realised over the years I had to start to learn people uh, and understand them better, to be able to recognise their personalities. I had worked with psychometric profiling for many years, which was looking at uh, asking questions using Myers-Briggs, DISC, Enneagrams, and a whole bunch of different profiling systems to get an understanding of uh, what made people tick. But I realized that when you ask questions, quite often the, uh, the person will try and second guess what you're asking. And so I needed a more efficient way to be able to recognize what a, a person's personality and then take it to the next level and also understand their emotions as well. And putting it all together, understand whether they were telling me the truth. So, uh, getting into uh, the face profiling side of things. They say that the, the eyes are the windows to the soul. Well, your facial features are the windows to your mind, how you like to think and process. If you think about uh, 
exercising, lifting weights, for instance. If you do bicep curls, you're going to build your biceps up. It's a repetitive uh, effort you put on a muscle, using it over and over. And everything we feel inside, we express outwardly. That's why we can read someone's body language, can read their expressions. If you put those two together, when you're concentrating and thinking deeply, you're going to pull expressions. And those expressions that you continually pull over and over again are going to create ridges and crevices on your face, which is a history of how you like to think and process. And that's your personality, not your character. It's how you like to uh, think, how you like to process information. It gives us indications of how you like to be treated, but it doesn't tell us what you're thinking and what you're processing. Uh, that's where the micro expressions and body language then give us some feedback when we're talking to somebody. And that was, that's what face profiling is all about. It certainly is interesting and something I learned when I was doing my communication courses was that certain personality types have different furrows in the brow. Hmm. So your thinker type will have your horizontal thinking lines going across the forehead. And just as an example, and, you know, you really can see how someone interprets the world by looking just at the way they place their face. Exactly right. Well, the lines on the face, those movements of the muscles are going to give you an idea of how they think. If you look at the vertical lines between the eyebrows, for instance, the little uh, lines, the longer they are, the more that when you realise somebody is tightening their brow, they're looking and concentrating really deeply. So they're looking for things to be exact. So that tells me if you've got those vertical lines that somebody needs things to be put to them and presented to them in an exact format. If they've got the large ridges above their eyebrows, you'll find that there's detail that they need. The face is going to give it all the information that we need. If we've got somebody who's got that large gap between the lower part of the nose and the top of the lip, that furrow, that groove section, when you've got a long one, somebody's got a dry sense of humour. Somebody who's got a short one is a lot more fussier about things. They make great interior designers. So the face is going to tell us everything because those ridges and crevices are the history of how you like to think and process. It certainly is a very interesting process to learn. Now, Alan, I always ask the same three questions of my guests and every answer is unique, different and pretty amazing. So here you go. You ready? Yep. All right. The first one is what can your expertise do to accelerate health? And that's not just physical, but also emotional and spiritual health. Well, as I said, if you understand how to read people, the first thing is knowing how to read yourself. If you uh, understand your own traits, you know where your strengths are. You also know where your challenges will be. And so you know how to set your environment up so that you're going to be happier in the things that you do. We know that people who are, uh, enjoy the work that they do are more productive. If they're more productive at work, they're happier. They're also happier at home. So being able to understand your own personality straight away gives you that power of uh, being able to set your environment up so that you're happier in the things that you, uh, you do. So that's going to affect your uh, health because we know that every thought we have creates a chemical reaction in the body. The negative thoughts that we have are going to attack our organs, whereas the positive ones are going to feed them. So our health is going to be affected immediately the more that we understand ourselves and the, the more we're happier with who we are. At the same time, we know the things that we love doing. 
So then we end up uh, going into a career that we love to be in and we're more likely then to make more money. We're more likely to get promotions in that field that we work in. And on the uh, emotional side, that's going to uh, follow. If you're happier in the work you're doing, you're happier with the people around you, you're emotionally happier as well. So the facial features give us all that information so we can set our environment up the way that is going to be most conducive to us, which will feed our emotions, our spiritual and also our physical. And we talk about wealth here as well, Alan. And so many people think wealth is just financial, but you really can't get that unless you have emotional and personal wealth. So what are your top three tips to creating wealth? When it comes down to it, as I said, understand your personality. You'll know, uh, especially if you've got children at school at the moment, the way they help them, and this is something that would have helped us when we were younger, if we had known the types of things that we love to do and then were able to associate that with the careers that uh, were out there, we would have been able to go into uh, careers in the earlier stages that we really enjoyed. It took me most of my life to get there. So uh, by being in that state, that's going to put you in a position where you're going to have more physical um, wealth as well as the spiritual and also the personal. It always comes back to everything is connected. That's why I created the hashtag We Together with the Campfire Project. Everything's connected. We understand that if we have our emotions right, we then have our uh, personal relationships with other people right. The better we are with ourselves, the more we fit in with other people, and the more that we're then going to be able to draw in the finances into our life as well. Because when we're unhappy, we're not going to be very productive. But also, as it said, it's affecting our health as well, and that's going to cost us money. So by finding the right career, being happy in what we're doing, we'll end up uh, making more money in that process and we won't need to spend it on the things to keep our health and recover our health. We'll be able to enjoy life to enhance that even further again. We talk about weight loss here, Alan. Many people really struggle with their weight, whether it's that they need to gain or they need to lose the weight. And personality types definitely contribute to this journey. So have you ever battled your weight? If so, how did you get onto the journey to lose it? And how does knowing your personality type, knowing your profile help you on the journey of regaining your weight balance? Well, I'm one of those people that most people hate because I've been very lucky with my weight. I was 60 kilos at the age of 18. Well, I'm actually 70 now, and my weight is, is maximum I've ever been is 65 kilos, and I'm presently at about 65. At the moment, it's not the, uh, the healthy weight that I had 15 years ago. There's a lot more fat there and a lot less muscle, but you'll find that the more uh, that you are happier in your life, the more you understand yourself. As I said, the chemicals that we have in our um, thoughts are a major impact. Yes, some people have weight problems because it's a medical condition. A lot of people have weight problems because it's the stresses that they have on their, in their life. It's the protection they've put on in weight to protect themselves. So everything that we can do to improve the way we see ourselves is going to improve our body image as well. The thing is that most uh, men seem to feel that uh, even when they're overweight, that they've got the, uh, the body of a god, whereas women in the other direction, they can have a great body, but they feel that they, 
they're the wrong weight. They're overweight or they've uh, got uh, not enough weight. You know, they're uh, anorexic. The end result is that the more that uh, you're able to be happy with yourself, that's going to impact the thoughts you have. And that will then bring you to the body weight that your body should be because the body regulates itself. But when we're bombarding it with the wrong thoughts, we're giving it a hard time to be able to uh, set up the right weight that we should be. I think we've got to stop measuring ourselves by the scales. But if you're happy, I guarantee that your weight will settle down to a, a comfortable where you feel comfortable in your body and you feel comfortable in the image you have about yourself as well. That's a great take on it. And thank you for explaining that with the men as well, because you're spot on. And I think many men get left out of the weight industry equation and, you know, they struggle the same as women, just like I said, in a different way. Now we love freebies here at this podcast. And I know you've got a fantastic course at alanstevens.com.au slash free. What does that course do for people? What can they expect to find there? It'll teach you a number of traits where you can look at somebody's face or also understand your own as well. It'll teach you how to read the trait, what the trait means, and how to communicate with that person so that you don't cause issues in the relationship, you can improve stronger relationships. I'll give you a quick one. One is that if you have a high set, uh, your eyebrows are high set, there's a big gap between the eyes and the eyebrows, you'll find that those people generally will require more space. So if you're someone like me who's got eyebrows that are very close to my eyes, I, my, uh, the upside of that trait is I'm friendly with everybody. And the downside, by the way, is also that I'm friendly with everybody, which means I could be friendly with the wrong person. The person who's got more high set eyebrows is somebody who likes a little bit of space when they meet people for the first time. It's not that they're not friendly, they're more discerning. So when I meet someone like that, I know straight away to give them some space because if I stand too close to them, they're not gonna be listening to what I'm saying, they're gonna feel uncomfortable. So the course teaches you a couple of those traits. It also teaches you where the eyes move when somebody is sourcing information. And so that when you're talking to them, you can get a bit of an indication of whether they're telling you the truth. This is 101 of lie detection, or as I prefer to look at it, truth seeking. If I use that side, I just want to know what a person's really feeling so that I then know how to speak to them and how to treat them in the, the best way possible. So the course will teach them a number of those things. So uh, it takes about 28 minutes. And the 14 little modules and the shortest modules about 28 seconds. So it's quite easy for anybody to get through. And so that course can help people understand their own personality, but also to help build good relationships, yes? That's it. So there's three rules when it comes to uh, reading people. There's a number, but the first three is know yourself, be able to read yourself, then be able to read the other person is number two. And once you've got that, you know where they are on the world scale and you know where you are on the world scale. And then you know, number three, how to change the way that you like to be spoken to, to match the way that they want to be spoken to so that you can make a better connection with them. And that's what those traits will teach you to do. I think that's something really important there is that understanding yourself is as important as understanding others. So that's a fantastic freebie, listeners. Jump on to Alan Stevens com.au. Now, listeners, this was your episode 168. 
169, Alan will rejoin us talking about the Campfire Project. Alan, thank you for your time today. Listeners, thank you for your time. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.